Welcome to your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story is an update on the Shelley Luther case. Shelley Luther was the salon owner in Dallas. I just mentioned in passing that they put her in jail for contempt of court. I figured she got mouthy with the judge, whatever. But Ism Kant, a friend of the show, tweeted at me that I missed that actually why she was jailed wasn't strictly because she opened her salon, but the judge held her in contempt because she refused to apologize, admit that she was being selfish, and agree to keep her salon closed. She said, I'm not saying that. I'm trying to feed my kids. I It is not selfish to do that. And I'm not keeping my salon closed. So he put her in jail. I think it was supposed to be for seven days. It resulted in such an uproarious backlash that the Supreme Court of Texas ordered her re- release from jail. Abbott, the governor there, who's I have don't like I've never had any reason to like him. He says so many things I don't like. I don't know a lot about him, but I basically don't like him. He tweeted a distance like this is outrageous. She should not be in jail. Of course, of course. And uh, somebody set up a I don't think it was a GoFundMe page, but it was something so like wondering. that. Something like that. Five hundred thousand dollars. She sure. got already. That's exactly yeah. where my mind was going. Is yeah, the GoFundMe I mean, page. Absolutely. So, but I mean, a lot of times I think that kind of stuff is contrived or fake. It did not seem that to me. None, none of, none of it did. And I think it, I think it evolved organically. They put an end to it immediately because she could be a martyr. They got her out of jail. She's got a lot of money. Everybody's distancing. And I, you know, I, it seems to me that this thing is kind of, uh, you know, it's definitely, winding up a little bit so that people don't have to be in a panic. There's in California, which is kind of like the cutting edge of a complete lockdown and no resistance whatsoever over this weekend is starting their kind of stage two. Stage one is complete lockdown and stage two, they are allowing, because it's Mother's Day probably, some florists and retailers to open car dealerships, golf courses, trails, Pretty soon they will have other low-risk non-essential businesses like manufacturing, offices, retail. There will be essential health care, outdoor recreation and libraries, museums, cultural centers, and galleries. So I guess they're going to continue to practice six feet apart, but there are a lot, a lot of things that are opening up. And then the next stage, which isn't upon them yet, is body art and uh, massages and bars and movies and and schools, but I doubt prostitution are eventually. Open. They never permit prostitution in California, so that will not be on the list. I would like to know when that GoFundMe page was set up. It's fine if it was a stunt. I don't know if you said you didn't think it was a stunt. I don't well, know enough I about the story. I did look at it. Yeah. I did look at it and they said, we we just started a website, just started a website where we're trying to help people like this called wokepatriot.com. So you can look into it if you want to. Yeah. It looked pretty raw. It was definitely a spur of the moment thing. And I read the comments on the whatever it was. It wasn't GoFundMe. It was like that. And the guy, it could have been bullshit, but there was a lot of like, I'm totally overwhelmed. I can't really answer your questions. I need to assure you this is going straight to her. Here's the evidence. This is her. She's going to respond so, I mean, I didn't really dig in, but I no flags were flown up, thrown up for me. Yeah. And that first pass. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could arise naturally. They could also, there could be some that are stuck. I've seen the one where the the bar was raided by like SWAT or something like that. It just looked crazy. I think yeah, the Big Daddy Zanes. Big Daddy Zanes. That to me seemed yeah, like West a win-win Odessa. situation on both sides because you can play the martyr. You can let them know you're going to have to shut me down knowing that if they do that, your side's going to rally and you're going to get a lot of funding for that. You're going to get a lot of attention. So you're going to be a go-to place for a lot of people. And the other side can say, here's what we'll do if you defy us. We'll bring tanks and SWAT in. I didn't see a GoFundMe for that. That's Big Daddy Zanes in West Odessa. Now, these were both in Texas, so that that is a little weird to me. But, you know, Texas is like that. I'm not seeing a, a GoFundMe for them yet. But uh, but they definitely had better photo ops. They had yeah, guys with yeah. long guns behind. They talked about the SWAT team, but I didn't see any pictures of the SWAT team. So I was a little curious as to like how far it really went. And she had called in advance to see what the parameters would be. Yes. So that's what, there, that's that what story did. doesn't seem I, I mean, I, I don't know. That story, I'm not. I'm not evaluating. Yeah, I'm not faulting them if they are doing that, but I'm just. I like to. I like to look into those aspects. Well, I mean, deception is uh, usually. I would fault people for deception because I don't know what they're after, and then I have to be suspicious. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, it could have been a case where they were going to do it anyway, and someone was like, "If you're going to do it, you might as well maximize it." They had a PR strategist or marketing. That that yes, that I can see. So, uh, speaking, okay, so now what I am, there are flags all over the place for me, is this Judy Mikevitz, the YouTube video that's just like a piece of what looks to be Plandemic.com. So they've, they've got the, they're going to make a movie called Plandemic, and which it, all of this stuff is immediately publicized that it was taken down right away. Although I saw it like five times, like five different people sent to me. I got DM'd. I got tweeted directly. I got texted me within the last 24 hours since the last time we talked to each other. It was yeah. just like out of shadows that yeah. that uh, video. I, I and, got messages at the exact same time within like yes, a everything three dropped. four minute span. And then the next thing was, oh, it's gone. And then I sent you a screenshot of the tweet that said, well, that just proves it's authentic right there. Well, the guy knew it was going to be taken down. He blogged about it before. This was a strategy. This was a beneficial strategy. Oh, this strategy is complete to- crap. Oh, yeah. This entire thing is crap from top to bottom. And I have 10 different line items, but go ahead. There's a lot of line items. You're right. But this was definitely getting kicked off of YouTube was part of their strategy. For Absolutely. sure. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Now, that's there's nothing, why I'm they... not faulting them. I'm just saying from a public relations, from a marketing standpoint, that was beneficial to them. And he was writing about that before he knew it was going to get kicked off. And they had it already placed in other areas. So that's this was why. Part of their... And that's what I mean, that's what I'm saying. What that tweet was. That tweet said. I believe this is authentic because it got thrown off yeah. YouTube. Yeah. That's what that was the whole thing because in my mind it's completely not authentic. I mean it's a total um it's like a taint agent thing. It's not yeah. even really a limited hangout because like out of shadows there was not a single solitary true thing in there that I did not already know and all the other stuff was false. So and I'm happy to like pull that apart for people i did a lot of people tweeted at me what do you think of this what do you think of this? like i'll talk about it on the show tomorrow yeah i found it interesting well i looked i was i thought this might be the case but she has a book that just released a few weeks yeah, ago the, already the number one book. 
part of this is part of this uh, advertising push to sell that book. That's going to be part of this. I looked at it. It's called um, Plague of Corruption. Yeah. And I looked at the comments on it, at the bad comments. There's tons of good comments. And the bad comments like, she's a quack. She's a discredited scientist. She's this, she's that. So I believe... I, you know, my first pass here is that she is a taint agent to make the anti-vax movement look bad. And I would recommend before people investigate Mikovits, you can do whatever you want. But there are two things that you should. Spiro did a great interview with Dr. Tenpenny, who is a woman doctor who is a legit anti-vaxxer. She wears that label proudly. She'll debate anybody. She is not a Tate agent. She's And Spiro just did this YouTube video with her. And uh, also what dropped, I think, yesterday was a podcast between David Crow, the infectious myth guy who we interviewed, which was great, and Andrew Kaufman. Maybe I mentioned this yesterday. It might have come down yesterday. But uh, both of those, that's two hours of your time. Those are fantastic. And this is about half an hour. But, you know, I've got a, a lot to say about this. Do we want to tell people a general overview, a summary? Yeah. So this chick, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, I believe it's Judy. She, it looks like they're making a movie called Plandemic, which annoys me because I think this is like a taint agent thing. And that's such a great word. Plandemic was something people had latched onto because this is a planned epidemic based on event one, for example. So uh, if you go to the website, it's all like these videos have been taken down, but you can still find they're saying we're releasing bits and pieces of this in advance. And uh, the one that's circulating right now is about 25 minutes. And Dr. Mikovits, it starts with her saying that she was, her house was raided. She was held for five days without charges. And then she was let go. It's a little vague as to what it is. I looked into it. She said that chronic fatigue syndrome, she was like involved in a controversy where she falsely said that or mistakenly or whatever said chronic fatigue syndrome was caused by a retrovirus. She was, it says on her wiki page that she was held on charges of having stole stuff from the place where she worked. And then she was released five days later and the charges dropped. So that's a little bit different from what her story was. And then she goes on to say that uh, unrelated to that, she doesn't say it's unrelated, but it is unrelated according to the wiki stuff that she, that Fauci wanted her to give him her boss's work on HIV and she wouldn't. But when her boss got back into town, he gave the paper willingly before it was published and Fauci and Gallo, who anybody who, who thinks that the HIV official narrative is not correct, pins that on Gallo and the treatment issues are pinned on Fauci. So these are big bad guys in the kind of HIV truth community. Yeah. And that, she accuses Fauci basically of a cover-up, of silencing her, of paying people off to keep her quiet for five years, said she had a gag order, and she says that Fauci kills millions of people. She's ta You're right. It plays into the, the vaccine narrative. I'm very suspect of it as well, but go on. I know you have a lot of thoughts on it. Well, so she said that Fauci and Gallo suppressed this paper and published it themselves, something like that, and then they held all the patents. So she's feeding into the Event 201 narrative, the conspiracy theory. Event 201 relies on conspiracy theories to create unrest to justify a crackdown. And the conspiracy theory, they said, is that that this virus was released on purpose for the so that big pharma or whatever can benefit from the profits of vaccines. And she hits both of those things here. She says this cannot be naturally occurring. It started in Fort Detrick in 
communication with the Wuhan lab. It had to have been gate and function because it emerged so quickly and that these guys have played dirty pool in the past to get patents to profit from vaccines and they would profit from vaccines. So that's part one of what I don't like about this. Okay, let me say one thing. I yeah, meant to you know, say earlier. I'm waiting. Her book, the foreword of her book, and most of the the credentials that are listed at the front. This opens up with I, I was suspect at the very beginning because it opens up with the sappy music and it lists all these. She's been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. Her doctrinal thesis revolutionized the treatment of AIDS. She published a blockbuster article. It was a bunch of glittering generalities that were not followed <laughs> up on yeah. with evidence and then now that doesn't mean that what she claims about Fauci or, or what she's saying about other things there might not be that doesn't mean there's not truth to them but it it hurts her credibility the way the thing opens up it throws up it's red flags and, and it, the foreword yeah. was written by John F K Jr and all of these these quotes these, John F Kennedy Jr yeah. RF RFK, not RFK, sorry, yes, not oh, JFK Jr. <laughs> JFK's dead. RFK, the, the vaccine. Really? Yeah. RFK he, this is all, wrote the prologue this, to the play? All of this is is him, is him connected to her. All of these statements that she's the most accomplished scientist, this stuff comes from him. So this is- It's an, right there on the cover, yeah. Children's Health Defense. Whoa. That throws another wrinkle Boy, into it. That really does. Yeah. Because- she lacks all credibility to me. She does. The way this thing is presented in my... Now, not everybody who watches it is going to see it that way. Boy, she's... Oh, yeah, and of course. We're That's what it's there audience. for. We're not the intended audience for this this piece. So Right. But I mean, but yes. it's making me wonder about RFK, if he is also tainted. Yes. Now, he's head-to-head with Shiva, and I completely suspect Shiva. But that in itself could be, uh, you know, a left-right... You know, because she was like the right guy and RFK is like the left guy. That in itself could be just a little, you know, dialectical cage match there. Wow, that's interesting. Because the chick who I like, this Dr. Tenpenny, who Spiro interviewed, I think she has associated with RFK too. So I don't know, maybe Mikeovitz's anti-vax stuff has value. I don't know. But she said specific things that absolutely seemed wrong from what I know. Or I shouldn't say what I know, but what I think I know from understanding what I've read myself. Yeah. One of the things is that the autism that she says when she's like autism is caused by vaccines or it's correlated with vaccines, she says it's because there's a retrovirus in the vaccine. So for me, I question that the tenets of virology because they violate Koch's postulates. So you cannot purify the virus from a diseased animal, then insert into a healthy animal, get that healthy animal then to manifest the disease. Again, isolate it. You know what I mean? You That's it. That's a disease-causing microbe, according to Koch, and viruses don't really accomplished that. So when she's saying autism is like caused by a retrovirus, or she's saying like my job was to isolate the HIV virus, and that's her argument with Fauci is that a generation in Africa was lost because the H, the virus that causes AIDS went rampant in Africa and he was using the wrong treatments. That is validating the virus theory of AIDS. Similarly, she said she worked on the gain of function research for Ebola. Did you catch that? Yeah. 
She said in the lab, they had to teach Ebola how to infect human cells. Now, people in Africa, there was an Ebola is real campaign in Africa because people didn't even really believe it. Someone was caught putting formaldehyde, which has the in a well, which would create people's like freaking organs to liquefy, which is what they say Ebola does. So she's throwing a lot of stuff in there that I don't think is true. And she's using it for her credibility. And there's a couple of dog whistles. Today's show is brought to you by Neighbors Feed and Seed. While other states like Michigan have deemed seed suppliers to be non-essential businesses, that's not the case here in Georgia. And with a lot of us spending more time at home than usual right now, there's no better time to get all of your gardening needs taken care of. And if you're anything like me, then you don't know how to grow a thing in your yard, but you want to learn. Neighbors Feed and Seed has a knowledgeable staff that will give you fantastic advice on how to grow anything. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feeds, chicken feeds, premium pet food, just about anything you can think of. And the best part about it is that they are locally owned by a fantastic group of people. So if you're in the Smyrna area, stop by Neighbors Feed and Seed and say hello. Or check out their website at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. And tell them the propaganda report sent you. You're right. She's using that for her credibility. And I was thinking about it last night and I I stepped back and I was like, I'm going to think about this as though I'm a PR strategist or propaganda strategist who is on a messaging campaign, an advertising campaign, her target audience would not be us. Her target audience would be the more the broader public generally, however they want to make them feel. I don't know. I don't exactly know. I don't know what the overall goal, what the purpose of the the documentary is that, that they're trying to accomplish, but it appears, at least they might say on its face, that it is to expose Fauci or to undermine Fauci's credibility. And if that is the case, even if she did not believe the AIDS theories that she's putting forward or the Ebola stuff that she says she worked on, she would not say that up front because if she comes up front and questions the legitimacy of the AIDS narrative or the Ebola stuff, says it doesn't exist maybe or whatever, she's going to instantly lose that target audience that she's trying to influence about Fauci. Her bigger goal- But, but why refer to it at all? Credibility. Because she had to say that in order to say Fauci killed millions of people. I read it the other way. I read it as she's doing two things with this. She's validating virus theory and specifically those things. So she's getting credibility with people who don't like Fauci because the Fauci Trump yeah. thing is already well-established dialectic. So she, her dog whistles were propaganda and fake news. So she's dog whistling to the crowd that that will say fake news, propaganda is like, you know, just like Shiva says, deep state is that crowd. So she's by being the anti-Fauci person, she has a lot of credibility. And then when she slips in, HIV is caused by a virus. Ebola was a gain of function thing, whatever. When she slips that stuff in, it validates in the mind like I trust her. And, and so HIV theories are really kooky. That's yeah. I mean, that's basically what I'm saying is, is I she, feel like you're saying the opposite. No, I'm she's, she's, she's validating- saying a. Yeah, yeah, she's the the overall goal is bigger than the AIDS thing is what I'm saying. So she validates the AIDS thing because if she doesn't, she needs it to right. Show I disagree with that. I disagree with if that. I think she's. I think it is the bigger issue. No, what I'm saying is if she were to come out and start it and saying I don't think AIDS is real, then everybody that she's trying to influence in the, in the target audience is going to be lost. That's I understand what, what you're saying, yeah. and I'm saying something different, but it doesn't matter. I it's the. I think her two purposes here are validate viruses and direct 
the conspiracy narrative that's an essential part of Event 201. This is Event 201. Yeah, absolutely. And I an essential part of it is this specific conspiracy that it was intentional and for profit. Yeah. And that I don't think, I think it's, I don't think it is either of those things, a scary virus that was released at all. Like both of the things that I think are her essential tenets here, I disagree with. But because she gets people's, she gets credibility by being anti-Fauci. Yes. Those things get credibility. And those are the more important issues. Yeah. It, I, we should That's clarify, we don't like Fauci. We've talked about Fauci a lot. I'm no Fauci fan. You certainly aren't a Fauci fan. So we're not yeah. like defending Fauci or anything, but we're just questioning what's going on. I agree what's going on here. This almost, I was telling my friend last night, is oh, has the feel else, yeah. of a 100 Flowers campaign type thing. Where if you share it around, if you publish it to your YouTube page, you're signaling that you are one of the conspiracy theorists whose pages need to be taken down. Mm. It was similar to the Alex It's a little too mass appeal for that. I think it's for the propaganda effect. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is is all propaganda effect. Yeah, 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 I think they want it spread around. I think they want the people who spread it around to be a part of the dialectic. I don't yes. think they want to take them down. Okay, it's like cute. They don't want to take them down. They want to promote it because it drowns right. out the other right. stuff. And she taints somebody who I like. She takes a clip. Did you notice what was odd about the clip that she took of the Kern County doctors? The two doctors who from the beginning was like, uh-uh. you know, crawl around on the floor and eat dirt. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. The two doctors who said in their San Diego doctors, yeah. San Bernardino, yeah. Oh, San Bernardino. So sh- they took the clip. And I remember, I, so the first time I listened to this Mikeovitz thing, I wasn't thinking it was bullshit. I was totally open-minded and I was listening to it, not watching it. So I couldn't even get the like vibe. Yeah, a lot of stuff she says is right, is true it, within it when, it when it comes to what we've talked about, like the vaccine, the counting numbers I don't know and about all that, that stuff. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Well, the, I don't know. Over, I'd have to go back. I mean, she says some of the exact same stuff that we've reported, so... I, I did not notice that. So I would have to go back and say, I, I, you know, she says something like vaccines are bad with autism, but the reason is not the adjuvants, it's the retroviruses. So I don't know what she said that actually was real, but she did put in some what I think were videos from real doctors. Yeah. And the clip she took of the Kern County doctors was him saying, we're being pressured to write COVID on death certificates. Why are we being pressured? Right. So he's making that statement. It sounds conspiratorial, which like 25 percent of their video is conspiratorial ish at the most. The rest was just pure data. And that particular clip he had prefaced was completely out of context. He said, I have friends who work at big hospitals who are ER doctors, all this. And they are saying this to me. I don't know it firsthand, but they are saying it to me. They are saying to me, I'm being pressured. Why? So it looked like he was saying it. And yeah. he was just repeating very clearly what somebody else was saying. So I thought that was kind of nasty. She was using those guys for credibility, but taking the one thing that they were saying that smacked of conspiracy, smacked of something outside their immediate realm of knowledge, which was not yeah. the gist of their video. That's interesting. She was using them, you're right, for credibility, for the the dislike the Fauci side, but for the other side, using them instantly lacks credibility in their minds because for the the left those two doctors have been yeah discredited this is purely smeared. dialectical it's very there is dialectical. absolutely no absolutely. appeal to the left in this at all except yeah. for i think she's working for the left some of the stuff that she talked about that we've talked about that like you said in the beginning i heard it and i'm like none of this stuff is new to me 
the new stuff is her relationship with Fauci and what she's claiming happened, which I can't independently verify yet. I haven't dug into all of it yet. But what she has said, she talked about how the numbers were overinflated because they were pushing the you have you need to count it as COVID. They were she talked about how you are incentivized to diagnose it as oh, COVID. Oh yes, and I the, heard those two things, and it that to me, I I, I actually noted that. You you were the one who brought those stories for sure, and uh, and a lot of people talked about that. A lot of people uh, identified that, and it got such coverage. I kind of wonder if at some point they're going to come out with counter data that it didn't really do. You know, by focusing everybody on those facts, like I did notice she said that, but I had never independently researched that, so I couldn't I couldn't verify it. Myself. I can verify it. I can verify all of that. We, and what's the impact? That's what I'm saying is that like the incentives are set up and that is bad. But if they come out later and say that there was no impact of it, you oh, know what I no mean? It makes the, the people, yeah, that it didn't really have a bad impact it. because well, that's the healthcare argument. heroes yeah. don't act like that. That's the so other side of the argument, yeah. I wondered if that also played into a dialectical thing yeah, I think that it does. has another argument. You know, yeah. has another side. Yeah, I do want to point out that we talked about that and the intubation stuff long before it became mainstream to talk. Yeah, about you definitely stuff. got the the ventilator stuff like a couple of days before it just hit. Like yeah. it was eerie. So uh, I'm trying to see. I, if there's I'm, I'm waiting to see the rest of it. I hope they release the rest of it because I'd like to see some more concrete evidence to back some of the glittering assertions and generalities <laughs> that, that came out in the beginning. I'm open to it. I'm definitely open-minded to it, but I need to see a little bit more. This seems way too much like a propaganda piece to me. That doesn't mean that there's well, plus, truths it, in it, but... It reinforces the idea that this is a real and scary thing and that the tests are valid. She doesn't, the real problem here is is what you'll hear if you listen to Crow and Kaufman is that these tests are not testing. They had an example of the HIV test that was so that every single solitary person would get a positive on. So they actually diluted the samples with water so they could not get a hundred percent like to till the point where they got the number of positives they wanted. Like that is how bad one of those tests were back in the day. Yeah. So I have been arguing all along. I'm I or I should say I've been questioning if there's any correlation at all with the test, with the disease and with the microbe. And she's not bringing that stuff up. Whereas Tenpenny does. I don't know if she. I don't know if she hits on that, but she certainly doesn't focus on this other stuff, which is okay stuff to focus on. Yeah, that's because she the, tar- the the idea is it's the Fauci dialectic, so all that stuff is going to take away from it. So I don't think that she's going to focus on that stuff. Yes, and this is this is there in order to keep that stuff at bay. Not just she doesn't want to take away from Fauci. This is there simply to drown out that stuff. Yeah. In my opinion, I will say that I would not put it past Fauci to try and silence someone. I don't know if what she's claiming is true oh, or not. He's I don't, complete I don't, Fauci's a, crap. Yeah. See, why didn't they talk about Carrie Mullis, the Nobel Prize winner who wrote the foreword for inventing the AIDS virus and his problems with Fauci and the AZT scam? Why didn't she talk about that? That's I was wondering Fauci's if that was going to come into it. I was kind of waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. Because that's what killed the AIDS people. But she was like, a generation in Africa was lost to this virus. I'm like, the only people I've ever seen die of that of AIDS took AZT, and that is squarely at Fauci's feet. If you wanted to put blood on Fauci's hands, point that out. Yeah, I just I don't think that the the window, the o- Overton window f- for society, would accept that narrative right now. So I think if she did put that out there, 
even with evidence that although it's being she there is definitely bait to eat to for the debunkers and fact checkers like right in the very beginning so i think that, oh, that yeah. would just be Her easy story. debate for them yeah not debate and she's debate. basically discredit you know she's already a very controversial person yeah, because yeah. of her anti-vax stuff i can't believe that rfk he oh, is boy. definitely heavily got a lot uh, of push behind this the more i looked into it the more rfk popped up so i'm hmm. interested I, i'm definitely interested to see the rest of it i want to see if they're well, going to release know, it soon or what the idea that rfk was legit in all this was already a stretch, you know? Like, I keep believing him, especially, you know what convinced me? When he said that stuff about Shiva that seemed absolutely correct. I was like, see, I suspect it. So now RFK is saying what I think, so I now believe more in RFK. Yeah, yeah. Serves me right. It's like the trialectic. Yeah. I had that going for a while, the trialectic. Yeah, the trialectic. The guy who made the film, I could not find too much about him. I know he's a filmmaker. He makes documentaries. He's kind of a motivational speaker. I didn't see anything negative about him, really, in the in the brief research that I did. He, he seemed, I mean, most What's of the his stuff name? I saw was... I don't even remember his name. Yeah. But he... He was a he's a producer director used to do like extra work back in the day and his house burned down during that fire in Cal the Thomas fire in 2017. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a yes. news video of him. Yeah, that it was like floods and fire and like I I yeah. you know they locusts or whatever. You know he's a filmmaker because during the news broadcast when they're talking to people whose house is burned down they go to him and he's he's i'm out here standing in front of my house all of our belongings <laughs> and life possessions are here we've lost everything he's just very dramatic really? in his delivery same way that this video is presented dramatic and i understand they present things dramatically to get people's attention and to try to ignite something within them which clearly they did this was clearly a coordinated campaign that was well planned because they had those videos ready to go in other places i knew it was going to get kicked off they had the facebook page ready they had the i mean it got delivered out like instantaneously so many people sending me something in such a short period of time i was like wow that's never actually happened before in that small amount of time that this many people send the exact same video. Out of the Shadows was the last, it was the only other time I can think of that happening. Yeah, even Out of the Shadows, for me personally, this one trumped Out of the Shadows. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's very intriguing to see where this is going, but I agree. I think it's setting up a dialectic and plays into it. So I guess we will see. So that's the And subject. mostly crowds out what I think is the truth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's crowding out the truth. It assumes the things that we question to be true. Like, I don't know. Assumes what? The stuff you were saying about AIDS. It assumes all of that stuff is true. No, she's saying she worked on it. She wasn't assuming it. She was testifying no, I, 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 to I know, it. but I'm saying this the premise assumes those things to be true. So that's the, the propaganda idea is you speak as though these things are true. That way they're not questioned. And I she, think this one goes deeper than that. But um, I mean, that's I'm not saying that's a deeper. But I'm just saying that's a that's an observation that. It's presuming these things true, therefore people. No, but are not I'm saying she is using this to testify with personal knowledge, yeah, not yeah, yeah. presuming. I know, yeah. I know, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying the, the technique they're using is that. That's what I'm saying. I did want to address something else that somebody tweeted at me. Um, who tweeted this at me? Jay Car- Jay Barr, I think, sent to me. Um, maybe we'll have to do it in the page from 15. I had said something about I didn't think that I didn't like businesses being insulated from liability. So he sent me a challenge that I should go listen 
listen myself to some Tom Woods, oh, yeah. which I did. I did some research since yesterday and I have a little more color. I hope Jay Barr is a patron because I'm going to cover it next if you don't mind. Or should I wait for tomorrow? I'll wait for tomorrow on the limited liability stuff for the regular because Jay deserves to hear it. All right. So since he prompted. So during the patron 15, oh, all the things I was going to talk about yesterday that I teased to, we'll get to then the uncanny Valley Ginsburg in bed. And did we do the, uh, the Facebook thing yet? No, we'll have to do the Facebook all thing. Right, we'll do it the all on the patron 15. And yeah. The, what Facebook is doing to control the internet. It's pretty interesting. You guys can find your drive time news blast every week to afternoon at the or your favorite podcasting platform with the propaganda report podcast feed. If you want to get access to that extra content, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and you can get access to that content that we drop every time that we drop a drive time news blast as well as the virtual parties. And we do accept donations higher than the $5 a month rate, which is less than 15 cents a day to help us continue producing the show. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.